Country Podcast. Interviews with singers and songwriters from yesterday and today. Visit hotcountrypodcast.com for information on sponsors that make this show possible. Here's your host on the Hot Country Podcast, Chris McKay. And welcome to another edition of the Hot Country Podcast. My guest today is Camper Kane. And she now holds the title of the very first guest of the Hot Country Podcast Horizon Series. This is where I take a moment of airtime to spotlight up-and-coming artists to the country world that have grabbed my attention in their style, personality, vocals, and songwriting. The first Horizon Series podcast is coming up on this edition of the Hot Country Podcast. And welcome to another edition of the Hot Country Podcast. We're starting the Horizon series. Not only do we talk with the singers and songwriters and the award winners from the 80s and 90s, but we also talk about those on the horizon. Everybody says, you're an overnight success. That's not the way it works. What it is is when you finally recognize somebody, that's years and years and years in the making. By bringing up the Horizon series, what I'd like you to do is, this is the first broadcast, is follow the bouncing ball. This woman's name is Camber Kane. Now, keep in mind, this is spelled with a K. K K-A-M-B-E-R. And Kane is spelled C-A-I-N. Now I know what you're thinking. McKay, what are you spelling her name out for? Because what I'd like you to do, if you're listening to this podcast, I want you to hit pause. And then I want you to jump over to YouTube or Spotify, any of those, search Camber Kane, and I want you to look for the song, Singing My Own Song. Then after you're done listening, I'd like you to rejoin the broadcast. Camber Kane, welcome to the Hot Country Podcast in the first edition of the Horizon series. Hi, Chris. Thank you so much for having me. And I get to be the first one. How cool is that? How cool is that? You will never forget me. That is true. Very true. I couldn't do that anyway. It is so so great to meet you. You and I have a legacy of people that we know who they know who doesn't know who, however you want to phrase that. That is true. Back in the 90s, I was blessed to be able to hang out with a guy by the name of Rich McCready. And I did so at a triple header show. He opened for Tracy Lawrence and Tracy Lawrence opened for Toby Keith. So it was this one night of a lot of fun. Uh, Toby and and Tracy and I go way back, but it was really fun to reach uh, and talk to and reach out to Richard McCready. And at that time he was doing his two big hits, his his rodeo songs, as we can say. But as time went Mm -hmm. on, I lost touch with him got back in touch with him when I put the station on the air, and he said, hey, have you ever heard of Camber Kane? I got my introduction to you with that video, and, and I, I praise you for still creating videos, by the way, but, but singing my own song, what a great introduction, which then led me back to your early work and the work you're doing now. So you base yourself in El Dorado Springs, Missouri? That is correct, yes. So with Rich in Seneca, Missouri, are they like neighboring towns? Um, we are about two hours apart. Gotcha. And yeah, how did are. how did he find you? And for those that don't know, not only does Camber sing as beautifully as she does, she's also a songwriter. And when I looked at the credits here, you and Rich co-wrote that with another gentleman. 
Yes, Brian Mayer. Yes. And Brian Mayer is spectacular. Um, he and Rich also go way back. And uh, they have wrote together, hung out together in Nashville all through when Rich had stuff out on the radio. And he introduced me to Brian. And so we all just clicked and being in a room with each other, it, it's crazy and wonderful the things that we can come up with songwriting wise. And so it just, everything that we have came up with has just, I hear it. I'm like, Oh, this is exactly what I was wanting. And so it's really cool. But as far as meeting rich 2010, 2011 area, probably it may have been a couple of years sooner inter competitions, um, any that they had around, um, singing wise. And there happened to be one down in Seneca. And so I entered it. And I'll be darned, there is Rich and his dad, Doc. They liked how I performed and like how I sang and so came up and talked to me. And that's kind of how we got connected. And from then on, it's like he's a big brother to me and we've been writing together. He has produced my EPs. Um, he has just been so awesome to work with. And so he is an amazing songwriter. And so... We go hang out, and I actually have a date with him next week to go do some songwriting, so that'll be a lot of fun. So that's kind of how all that formed, and so ever since then, we have just been working together on music, and it's been a super fun time. Over my lifetime, I have watched a lot of people come in to country music and exit out of country music. And what I learned, and it's a lifelong experience, what I'm trying to share with you here, Camber, is the people you meet the people that can help you and the people that will lead you and hold your hand and walk you down a road, you need to hang on to those kind of people. So you have somebody like rich in them. What I've noticed with a lot is nobody really understands that overnight success story is far and in between what I hope that we can do. And I mean the word we meaning everybody in the industry that has listened to you and can actually, what's the word I want to look for that we embrace what you do. And we know that you do have a future in this crazy wacky industry <laughs> is what I hope it does. And especially with the series here and with others that you speak with, whether it be a uh, radio, television or print media. And of course now social media, I kind of look at it as we're just a whole bunch of cannonballs that you're allowed to light and throw at a castle somewhere to get some doors open for you. You have done so much when when you when you listen to your music and you and you watch the videos, you've been doing this for a, over a decade, and you're just getting your foot in the door has got to be one of the toughest things. So I hope that when this interview is over, you can just add this to your arsenal to get people. Um, I noticed yeah. when I first started at a at a very tender age, there used to be a phrase: "It's not what you know; it's who you know." And, mm -hmm. and then in time, I learned, no, it's not who you know, it's how, how well you know them. And, and then as That's life true. made full circle, I realized it's not who you know and what you know and how well you know them. It's what can you do for them to get mm -hmm. you what you need to have them do for you. This has got to be a tough racket for you. I'm looking at your accomplishments over the last 10 years. So... I mean, you won the Missouri State Fair Idol Show, the Pittsburgh Idol, the Route 66 Idol. Then you get into things like the Modern Country Female Artist of the Year uh, with the Josie Music Awards. And then your EPs, are, and you're doing all these videos. You have two more. I was just kind of following the bouncing ball for Camber. 
Um, yes. Two of your new singles, uh, which we'll be playing on the on the broadcast, uh, "Without a Little Rain" and "Ain't Nothing Like a Night Like This," I realize, and I'm so excited for you, is <laughs> you're getting the airplay. This is that next step of how long do we have to keep Camber going here to get radio to hear what we hear? And you had said you tuned into the podcast and you heard my interview with Gary Morris. He kind of summed it up best. The problem is the big decision makers are now sitting in in Cleveland and in New York City making determination of what songs will play across the United States. That is true. Definitely true. And you have to get through that door to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Where I'm going, long story short, congratulations. You have a lot of independent radio across America that loves Camber. Oh, thank you. Well, I love all of you. So that just circles around. <laughs> it, it does. So so tell me, what what is your aspiration? Let's get into the entertainment business side of Camber. Yeah. You've you've been an actress. You've uh, you've done your your extras on CMT, Still the King in Nashville. You you've got a whole lot of irons in the fire. Where where is Camber going? Well, uh, well, the ultimate goal is I just want to keep creating music that inspires others or helps other people get through their day. They can turn on my song and for that three minutes, four minutes, you know, if they're having something going on in their day that has just went wrong, if they can just have that washed away for, you know, three, four minutes listening to my music, or if my music can inspire them or tell them a story, then I feel like part of my job is accomplished. I mean, of course I have big goals of one day I'd love to perform on the Grand Ole Opry. That's one of my bucket list items. Sure. And, you know, I, it would be super cool to have some play on national radio all over, you know, maybe get on the big charts. You know, that's just, you know, big goals that I have on my list that, you know, it's why not go for it? Life is short. You're either going to achieve it or not. But if you don't try it, you're always going to have those what ifs. And so I'm a goal seeker. And so I'm always trying to once one thing's accomplished, OK, what's next? And so, yeah, I just like to go after things because why not? You know, we're only here for a short little time and we might as well chase after our passion because that just makes it all worthwhile. So uh, Camber actually has a motto she's very proud of. Shall I say it or can you say it with the, with the inflection? Striving to make a difference in this world one song at a time. Good for you. And, and, and you do it quite well, by the way. You, there's people in the industry that are just rolling through the motion. And then there are people in the industry that just have that passion and drive. And you're definitely one of those. You, you can just see it in the way you do your videos and you can hear it in your voice. Somebody asked me, who is Camber Kane? And I said, she's an up-and-comer. She's this and she's that. And they said, well, who does she sound like? And that's always going to be that reference point that you're always going to get. Who mm-hmm. does she who? I always tell people, and, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, or maybe you could shed a light on maybe I missed something. I think Camber Kane has a voice of her own, yet reflective style, I hear... A little Faith Hill. I hear a little. Oh. I hear a little Laurie White. I even hear a little Nikki Nelson from Highway 101. I hear. Um, there's even that sweetness, if if I can steal the word, uh, <laughs> almost Allison Krauss type like, where you where you can hear that. Am I missing the boat there, or has somebody else well, been I, able to say that? I feel that all those are compliments. Oh, well, so, I hope. You know, Yes, definitely. So I'm not going to correct you at all because I'll take any of those. So. 
<laughs> but you're you're distinctively yourself as well, so that yeah. works it out. Yeah. Um, and this is going to be if I, I don't mean to put you on the spot here. Let's talk about songwriting. You you said you yeah. have a passion for it. I love that line in your in the song "Singing My Own Song," where um, uh, you take your pen to paper from beginning to end. This is what you do mm-hmm. and what you really enjoy doing. So, with your new singles at the time that we're having this interview, uh, "Without a Little Rain," were you co-writer on that? Were you the writer on that? Tell me the story behind that. Yes. Um, I co-wrote that with uh, Rich McCready and Brian Mayer, and so that one, you know, it's. We're going through a song of everything is going to be okay, but sometimes you have to go through a little rain to get to the sunshine. And so we all go through our hard times. We all have our problems. And so it's not everybody's every day is sunshine and roses. And so that's kind of what we wanted to base that off of is just telling people, you know, it's going to be okay, even though, you know, you'll get through that and it'll all be okay again. Based off of that, just, you know, we all go through stuff and sometimes things don't go right. Now, if you look at the the next single, which is Ain't Nothing Like a Night Like This, interesting storyline through that song. And what was the inspiration <laughs> behind that? Oh, that one. And you know what's funny is that was my very first one that I co-wrote with Rich. Oh, is that right? Yes. And uh, that's the first one we did a video to. And that one is I wanted a feel-good summertime song. And so I feel we really captured that. It just gets you in that summertime groove and it just shows you there ain't nothing like a night like this of all the things you're hanging out with a special person or it could just be friends even. And it, yeah, we just wanted that feel good summertime song and I feel we accomplished that. And when it comes to all the songs that you've done, co-written, written on your own, recorded or made a video, what, which one's your favorite? Oh, that is a tough one. I know. I love springing that on everybody. Yes. Oh, goodness. Things about each of them that I love. Um, If I had to pick one right now, it would probably be singing my own song, just because when we went in to write that, um, I wanted a song that not only reflected my life, but other people could use and say, that's me. That song, you know, that's about me. And so that's what we wanted to do when we went into that. And then when we shot the video, I had so many different people. I wanted as many different people in the video as possible, just to show how everybody has a different path in life and everybody has a different job and different goals. And so we wanted to show as many different types of people and things that they do or relationships they may have or what happens in their life in a three and a half minute video. Right. That was super cool to show the different transitions of the different occupations people may have or the different ways of life they may have or the relationships or in the middle of the song we have where a relationship, um, a boy and girl are completely in love in a relationship. And then it shows at the end, she ends up having heartbreak, all of that story in three and a half minutes. And so that was so much fun. And the most people that I have had in a music video and uh, White Door Productions did that one. And that is um, David Baker and Joseph Drake out of Kentucky. And they let me even come in and do a little directing on that with them. And that was so much fun. And I met so many cool people and they helped me cast. And right now I'd have to say that one, even though that's really hard to pick out because all of them was so much fun. If you've watched Love Story that I've already read, that's a hard one, too, because mm. That one I really like as well. And so that one's close up there, too, because that video was 
super fun as well. And it so- shows in your videos, and that's that's the really cool part behind it. You're just not going through scene one, scene two, scene three. You actually look like you're having a good time, and, and you can actually... There's a lot of videos where people kind of lip sync, and there are some people that are, you know just trying to make sure they stay in perfect timing for the video. You, I can tell by watching your videos, you are belting out those songs. And I am. <laughs> that isn't a lip sync. That's somebody who is singing along with the soundtrack, and you're going to sing it loud and proud. Definitely. That is exactly what happens. And it's the funniest thing, because especially when you have the other people in the video, and they're standing back behind scenes just watching, and here I am just belting it out, having the time of my life. It just It's almost like you're on stage singing to them in a concert. I just So, Camber, <laughs> we, we've talked about who I think you sounded like, and you think what you sound like, but something or someone had to inspire Camber Kane to do what she's doing. Who were mm-hmm. you? Who were your influences? Well, at a very young age, uh, my first appearance on stage was like three, four years old. Uh, I wanted to be Shania Twain. Oh. It, that was my inspiration that really got me started into music. Her songs was one of the first songs I performed. Um, I sang some Loretta Lynn and some Dolly Parton, and so I really like the older country. Um, I still do, but when I was younger, I performed a lot of that. And and then the 90s country as well, as well with Shania. But Shania was my true inspiration, and she is who I wanted to be when I was older. <laughs> and have you had the chance to meet her yet? I have not. That is another goal, because she was such an inspiration to me at a young age. And I would watch her on TV performing at her concerts. Her interaction with the audience, her liveliness on stage, it just couldn't be beat. And I'm like, that's what I want to do, who I want to be when I'm older. And I want to be like her and perform like her and put on a show like her. And so I uh, have been known to I'm all over the stage usually when I'm performing. And so I feel like she has definitely been an influence on me even to today because it's hard. My mother will tell you it's very hard to get a picture of me on stage because I do not stand still for very long. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Well, that's the true sign of an entertainer. It's like you're you're never you're never slowing down. You're always moving. It's how and how do you do that? Us in the radio business, we we have a, a totally different thing. Now, I like you did some television work and had some fun and played Ooh. extra rules, but. I really enjoy the radio side because we have alter egos in radio. So we can literally do our air show, turn off the microphone and walk outside. Nobody knows who we are. Oh, that's true. And it's kind of that alter ego. (laughs) So we can be that zany, crazy person. You can't do that when, you know, you're, you're in video, you're on stage, and then you come off stage. Are you the same girl? Yes. Perfect. <laughs> uh, they, let's see. At my real estate office, they call me, um, let's see, a couple of them call me Bubbles. Oh, and I can see that. I, you know, even if I'm having the worst day ever, no one else will ever know. That's because right. I'm a generally happy person. I mean, we all have bad days, but I'm not going to reflect my bad day onto other people. So I don't need to bring their day down just because something in my day is not going right. Good for you. <laughs> Over the years, I would go to a conference or I would, uh, for example, at a, at a local college where they have a broadcasting class and they ask people to come in and speak. And I would always tell them the toughest job about radio 
you should always think that there's only one person out there or you're just going to be the worst DJ ever. You just talk to one person. And that's <laughs> and and a lot of people don't realize that's the way we get through life. And hopefully that comes across when you do um, shows. I imagine yeah. you you stare into somebody's eyes and then you'll look over here and you'll look over there and make them part of the process, not just you you're feeding off them just as much as they're feeding off you. So radio still had that same effect. And I would tell I would tell the students, and this is a hard pill to swallow, the listener really doesn't care what's happening in, in your world. They just enjoy having you part of their world that makes them happy. So mm-hmm. you have to do that. When you come on the air, don't share your problems. That's not what your job is. Your job okay. is to be part of their life. And it's music. And this is where we're going to segue back around, Camber, is music plays a huge, huge part in people's lives. Mm-hmm. You can listen to a song and it'll take you back to a person, place, thing, whatever, quicker than anything in the world. So, yeah, you have to stop and think sometimes. When the music plays, boom, you're automatically there. And I think you summed it up best there. Have a great time. Show your passion. And, you know, if you can carry that into your work environment, especially as a real estate agent, if you're not bubbles in real estate, you're not going to sell a house. You know what I mean? Yes. People want a real estate agent that seems into showing them a home or into the process versus one that's, okay, here it is. This is the bathroom. You know, it's like, I I get it. Yeah, that's got to be some fun. And now we've pretty well talked about your beginnings. We've talked about where you are now, and we've kind of touched on... Uh, where you're going. So we do know that Camber Kane wants uh, national radio airplay. <laughs> she wants to do a concert similar to Shania Twain of the 90s. There we go. And I then, like that. Yeah. And let's see. And she still would like to do acting, both television and theater. And then what was the last thing we touched on, Just Oh, besides being a an awesome singer-songwriter... Uh, what else does Camber want besides selling the, you know, getting the million dollar award in real estate and being the country star? There's got to be something else. There's got to be something else. Just a happy life, to be honest with you. Yay. (laughs) And, and now let's, let's, the, the last part of this broadcast here, I'd like to talk about how, how times have changed. Back in the eighties, and I hate to tell you, I actually started in the 70s. But back in the 80s and 90s, we had to take phone calls. We'd get our rep calls about the latest single, and you need to get this in your airplay. We need to get this in hot rotation. And that's the way we communicated. And then computers came around, and we all, <laughs> believe it or not, we all had an AOL address, and Camber's probably going to say, what the hell is AOL? But we all had this way of communicating what we're doing, which segues social media do you do your own social media or do you do you have somebody doing it for you are you interactive because you seem to have it nailed Uh, you and i made contact via twitter i know know that and there's what there's i'm at like that's the worst one for me so so i'm doing good we made contact through it we did and then you have camber cane music and then you have your facebook and then you have your instagram I'm going to probably embarrass myself. I imagine you're on TikTok, right? Is that like the big thing? I, I am a little bit, yes. I, I fiddle with that a little bit. I I am not a 
professional at it by any means. I keep telling myself I'm going to get more active with it because it just seems to be like the hot app right now that everyone. And so I keep thinking, okay, I got to create some really good content to get this out there to the world. And I'm still brainstorming that, obviously. I have a few videos on there. Gotcha. But But do you do it? Do you do it on your own or do you have people working with you? Oh, I do it all. Yes. I try to take on as much of my own projects that I can do myself as possible. And so I like to have control of all that and know what's going on. And so as long as I can do it all, I try to. And I'm going to be honest with you, and it, it's even listed on on our on our side uh, at the radio station. We've kind of given up on Twitter. So it's kind of interesting that you and I could make contact that way. <laughs> But if it's one of those things where you have to be involved in all aspects of social media today. That's Mm -hmm. where you're going to post your content. Here's where my shows are. I just find Twitter, and if this gets me in trouble with the Twitter people, I don't (laughs) care. It's uh, Twitter's mean. It can be, yes. No, it's just mean. I mean, (laughs) I have lost more respect, and I hate to say this. There are some country artists out there who I've admired for 30 years. Mm-hmm. And no longer have any interest in what they do, just simply because of the meanness. It, it seems that Twitter is this—that's your outlet to be mean. And yeah, it, it brings up their inner something. That yeah, it's pretty scary. <laughs> so how you and I connected was fate, because there's just—I yeah. don't the personal, the DJ side, I leave going, but the radio station one and the Hot Country podcast. Kind of stay away from that. Instagram seems to be a great place to announce something mm-hmm. that you, what you're doing. You, you're very active with Instagram. Uh, I am. Yeah, that and and that and Facebook have got to be my two go tos. Gotcha. And they're changing their name too, right? It's you know, like, I, I just heard that. Yeah, Meta. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I don't know. I looked at Zuckerberg on the news and figured he was a l- right up there with Michael Jackson in the oxygen tent. You know, it's like, okay, you have that much money. I'm right. going to, I'm going to, listen, <laughs> people need to understand. Camber Kane is trying to make Camber Kane an image. She's trying mm-hmm. to make it who she is. She is climbing up every ladder and, and, you know, the one step forward, two steps back of just trying to get recognized who she is. And then you take somebody like Mark Zuckerberg with Facebook and says, well, I've reached that epic. I'm going to change it now. Right. Are you kidding? You've worked so hard to get there. (laughs) Right? Isn't it crazy? (laughs) And and Facebook is just so much easier than meta. Yeah. Yeah. The meta. So, I'm going to go on to Meta today. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't think. I think they're keeping Facebook. I think he's just doing a corporate thing. So that's well. Camber, yeah. I can't thank you enough for taking the time to talk to me this morning. There's so much more I would like to talk to you about. So much more. We could keep going for days. Can you just uh, knock just, on just, every door and try to get people? I, I don't know what I can do where I am. Um, the the music we play at the radio station and and the people that listen to the podcast and and the radio station there's not a huge listener base and just so you know I am that old guy I can't wait to see you on the stage like Shania Twain and and then go to a concert and then see the giant big screens on the left and the right these are the, this is this is what I hope for Camber Kane and if enough little people like myself can help you with that arsenal to get those doors open. 
it's the least we can do. There's a whole, a whole group of artists who I still think are awesome artists that just never, never made it to that next level. I mean, people say, mm-hmm. oh, you break that door down, you're in. No, 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 no. You, oh, great. You got the door open. You got a long way to go to make sure that door still doesn't slam in your face. Right. But I could bring up people like Rich McCready. Love Rich McCready. I love his his cowboy way. I love the rodeo type uh, Chris Ledoux thing. That's where he and I connected. I'm a I, gotcha. I Chris and Chris and I were were friends. Uh, Mark Sissel, Western Underground, Chris Ledoux, and then here comes Rich McCready in the nineties. <laughs> and it was like, oh my god, I got to meet this guy. But yes. but again, Chris is another example. Radio mm-hmm. didn't welcome him as much as he should have been welcomed. And then there's another guy. He's out of um, out of Mississippi. He popped in in the 90s, um, Steve Azar. Oh, yeah. Just, Steve never got the recognition in country radio he should. Although the door was open, things and, and my buddy Jeff Carson, same thing. I mean, he came in in the 90s, his first hit. I still remember the interview I did with him where he said, his first single was uh, Yeah, Buddy, and he got radio airplay, and he said, hell, it never broke the 60s, but I didn't care. It was on the charts, and it had a number next to it. Right. I can't, I, I wish there was something else I could do for Camber Kane. I'll just keep talking oh, about you. Hey, um, I appreciate that. I can, well, okay. can I write a letter of recommendation? <laughs> hey, yeah, to everybody. <laughs> Your hand is going to get tired. No, <laughs> no, but I appreciate it. I appreciate you having me on the show and your support. It truly means the world to me. So, and it, and thank you, Rich McCready, because he is the reason we are connected now. So how yeah. cool. I'm going to get Rich on the show. He, he is, he is a busy guy. I and know I'm going to ask you next week. I'm going to be like, have you talked to Chris? You better call him. <laughs> <laughs> well, Doc and I spent a lot of time. There were there were some, I think he and I spent like two and a half hours on the phone when we finally reconnected and mm-hmm. just talked about the people we've known and the, and, the, and the things that we've seen. The man is just a wealth of knowledge, and I hope that you he can is. take things from him because he's, he's yeah. a big giver. It's like, how can I make this happen for you? And he is like you. He has a lot of passion. Mm-hmm. There are other artists that he's working with. McIntyre? Oh, yes, Caleb. Yeah, Caleb. so I know he's working with him and Pardee, mm-hmm. and there's just this whole... Oh, no, I'll remind Rich, like I say, next week, and that way he has all the contact info for Caleb, so that way I can get you all set up there because, yeah... yeah. He's doing a fabulous job in Texas. So if so. if we have enough time in the show, of course, after editing and breakdowns and producing and directing and all that, if I were to play another song of yours, Ooh. what would you like me to spin for people on uh-huh. the radio station? Let's go with a let's go out with a peppy bang. Let's go with love story that I've already read. Camber Kane, thank you again for taking the time. I'm glad we were you. You have my number. You know how to get a hold of me. Um, yes, and you know how to get a hold of me now too. Oh, is so. it? Is this? Is this your personal number, Camber? It is. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> well, I won't text you that much, and then I'm pretty sure you're 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 um you're pretty good at blocking people. <laughs> so, so if it gets too much, you can just say. Silence that man. Um, but I wish I can only wish you the best. Um, I, God bless you and your family. Just keep, keep, keep on keeping on. I wish you well in both endeavors, whether 
the industry accepts you and embraces you, which they should. Let's make that happen. If that doesn't happen, keep the real estate thing going. Um, And then I like what you said. Chase all your dreams. And remember Mm -hmm. her motto, striving to make a positive difference in this world, one song at a time. And Camber, you're doing it well. Just keep on keeping on. Thank you. And I know one more quick thing I wanted to throw out. Sure. Um, I was uh, privileged in 2019. There was a show um, I got to act in called The Dream Motel. And so for anyone that has Amazon Prime, right now you can get on there and um, you can watch them for free. So it's called The Dream Motel. And uh, Trip Brazzetti directed it. And so it's just a really fun faith-based series. Okay. And uh, so it is really cool. And uh, I am episode nine. I get to play Cassie. And I get to sing sing in my own song in the episode. So that was really cool. So I wanted to throw that out there real quick in case anybody was looking for a new show to watch. It's a really cool show. Um, also, it's on Pure Flix. So, But if you have Amazon Prime, you can watch that for free right now. And And the name of the show again is? The Dream Motel. And you're in episode which? Nine. Episode nine. Awesome. Listen, anytime, anytime you got some new music, of course, I will pick it up. And oh, and, and we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, jump onto YouTube, search Camber Kane, and then follow her, subscribe to her channels, right? Is that, I want yeah. to sound hip, like I know what I'm talking Maybe about. Yeah, yeah, so a, a YouTube channel. I have one and uh, for the Hot Country podcast. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm doing the best that I can. All I do is I post the the podcast themselves. Uh, oh, cool. on, uh, that's all I do. I, I don't do music videos like you. You don't want to watch me dancing. It's it's just not a pretty sight. Hey, then maybe you do need to get into TikTok, and you might be able to go viral. <laughs> <laughs> One day, you know what? I posted on my Twitter page a long time. I, I have twelve followers on Twitter, and and the reason I have twelve is I won't pay. One follower a month is all I ask. Look, I'm trending. (laughs) With that said, I wish you the best, and thank you for joining us on this broadcast. We appreciate you. Thank you for having me, and God bless you. Thanks for listening, and be sure to visit HotCountryPodcast.com for information on sponsors and interview opportunities. The Hot Country Podcast, available everywhere you download podcasts and is aired on country radio across North America.